Mark for Death, Hard to Kill, uh, Above the, the Law, Above the Law, uh, The Glimmer Man, uh, Under Siege, Under Siege, Two, Two, Gotta Get It, Dude, Gotta See? Get It, it's got the, the Key to Greatness, according to Steven Seagal, is you have to have a title with three words in it, dude. Dude, it's it was that the is the only perfect way ingredients to make an action movie, dude. Dude, I mean. Just though, maybe not so much a glimmer man. I kind of threw yeah. that in there because I couldn't think of another <laughs> one off the top of my head. But dude, above the law, marked for death. Uh, what was the other one I said? Uh, hard to kill. Hard to kill. Like probably then perfect action movies, dude. Dude, it's crazy how how Steven Seagal was like a huge action star back then. But then, am I is that correct though? Was he huge? Was he a huge action star? Uh, he was like, I guess, he was trendy, right? Where he was the guy that was making like. Movies, let's get like, like, like. What's maybe the comp? Trendy's not the word what's the it. comp? Like, what's the what's? I would say like, was he like the Sam Worthington of his of his time? Oh, like man. the Taylor Kitsch? No, I think of he his was, time. He was a little bit more than both of those. But I but so. uh, what I'm saying is like, is he the equivalent of like? Uh, of of no, I guess not. I guess idea. Yeah, I won't say that. But but I was I, what I was going for was is he was he like the studio trying to cram cram him down your throat of like he's an action star, take it like you have to accept him as an action star. But I don't think so because all those movies are like quality movies, Dude, top notch action we were, movies. We were talking about this just randomly because of Luke Cage. Because in Luke, this season of Luke Cage, well, which we'll talk about later, but this season, season in Luke Cage, is a, there's a big Jamaican band, the Stylers. The Stylers, I think they're called. Yeah, with the Bushmaster. The Bushmaster. Uh, I, I put you through the window. <laughs> uh, Jamaican. Yeah. Through the window. <laughs> That's um, amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounds as good as your Boston accent, dude. It's You know what, dude? I have only... Words. I don't have a full impression. Like <laughs> yeah, it's just through the window. I don't remember why, but it was always something through the wall. True, true the wall. You know, it's always <laughs> different ways they say certain words. But anyways, we were talking about. Hey, what about that that uh, that one Steven Seagal movie with like Jamaicans in it or something like that? Dude, that movie was great. Dude, that's one the one that had a twist at the end, dude. I know, dude. There were two. There were two. Dang. Spoiler alert. Yep. He had a freaking twin, and that's how he was everywhere all the time. Dude, but in in uh, that was marked for death, I believe. Yeah, dude. yeah, marked for death. But but like they movie- had like the dude. No joke. Okay, real life story, dude. Right now, real life story. Uh, that movie freaked me out, like legitimately freaked me out because I would always look at the sidewalk and be like, crap, if someone drew something with chalk outside our house, because you know how they would do like that weird like voodoo Jamaican like drawing? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that means that like you were marked for death, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, dude, I would always look to see like, crap, dude, what if someone came over here and marked, marked us for death or whatever? What and I would like really look outside, dude, and be like, oh, crap, is there like chalk drawings anywhere? Yeah, because so like, yeah, because Cudahy had a lot of Jamaican hey, Hey, <laughs> I don't remember hey. ever seeing a Jamaican in Canada. <laughs> I mean, it could happen, dude. I guess that's how big Steven Seagal was, dude. He put the fear of Jamaicans in you. I guess I don't know, dude. And then and then there was Hard to Kill, which had probably the one of the best names for Steven Seagal in the movie. His name was Mason Storm. Yeah, dude. Yes, like that's like borderline. That's get, borderline, like, like. 
just I don't know, ridiculous, dude. Like uh like bad like bad uh, wrestling name or something like that. Like Jack Stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Isn't that his isn't that uh, the Rock's name in uh in um in Jumanji? Jack Stone? No, yeah. it's uh Professor Stone or Doctor Stone or something like that. Isn't it something like that? Yeah, I think it's Stone. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Again, making fun of the like big, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. China, you know, big name hero or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, Steven Seagal, Stone. Go watch Smolder. his movies. And actually, I remember rewatching Above the Law. That was that's his first movie. That's his debut. Like his introduction to the world. Dang. And with this ponytail, that movie with, <laughs> with this slick, slick hair back, slick hair back ponytail, dude. Nico Toscani, yeah, that's his dude. name in that movie, dude. <laughs> dude you I did like believe, a deep dive, dude. dude. I can't believe I remember these. Dude. But that movie, dude, is like pretty slow, dude. Is it's it like, really? It's not like action packed. It it's remembered because of his style of martial arts, aikido. Uh huh. And some people, I think Joe Rogan talks about it. it's just not not a not a real martial arts. Dude, but don't actual like I mean, UFC, it's real, but it's not like don't as UFC uh, fighters like go to him and like train with him. I've seen him like at UFC events with uh, supposedly trained with uh, what's his name, Anderson Silva. Yeah, Anderson Silva. Oh yeah, he's the one that because Anderson Silva in an interview said that he trained with Sensei Seagal or something like some no way for real. Like <laughs> everybody and everybody like everybody. In social media was like, uh, nah, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not Steven Seagal, dude, whatever. Hey, dude. That thing, uh... That guy went crazy, dude. Uh, who, Anderson Silva? No, uh... Oh, Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal, dude. Became like a Russian citizen or something like that. No way. Yeah, dude. Oh, crap. It's weird, dude. Freaking Steven Seagal, dude. He's living... He's like a real-life action hero, dude. I guess. I bet you anything he's like, like an assassin for hire for the Russians. Man. Insane. He's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's weird, dude. Hey, let's start off the show. Let's do it. Hey, welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. I'm your one of your co-hosts, Con. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. And of course, we got Forever Five. We got Jay. What up? What it do? You know what? You haven't given us a five Baby Forever boo. Five story, dude. I know. Well, Recently. no, the one I just gave right now when I was uh, five years old. Oh, the yeah, Jamaicans, you just did. The Jamaicans freaked me to death, the dude. Cut, the cut hey Jamaicans. The cut hey Jamaicans, dude. The Elizabeth Street Boys. <laughs> That's Out right. the window. <laughs> through, through the window. <laughs> That's not even Jamaican, I'll, dude. I'll smack you through the window. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> what? That's the worst. That's I the just worst remember Jamaican. that word, dude. <laughs> Chew, chew the wind, chew the window. That's worse than Paul Rudd and the slap in the bass. Slap in the bass. <laughs> a slap in the bass. That's like, a, like <laughs> you sound like a leprechaun. Yeah, dude. That's definitely what that is. Yeah, dude. I don't know why I can't do it, dude. Mm-mm. And then you know it's funny. I can't do impressions. Obviously, everybody can see. But it's amazing though. But it's amazing, right? My Boston accent is like not Boston. It's legendary, dude. But but um, I hear like you know Uno can. You know, pretty much do it uh, or do some pretty good accents. Right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I have a coworker who's like super, like chill, very like, and then he's like busting out like a like a freaking impression. I'm like, dang, you could do it. I can't even do one, dude. And that guy can. I'm like, like who? He was just doing an impression of uh, like one of the people from South Park. Oh, okay. Like out of nowhere, like we we're talking about something, and then he did it, and he's like, 
Whoa, he sound like exactly. What the heck? Yeah. Some but people just got the gift, dude. I can't. I Some know. people just got it. We don't. I'll smack you through the window. <laughs> still no? Still no? Still no, dude. Damn. Still no. Uh, and still no Uno today. I'm sorry. He couldn't make it today. He, he's he's actually in a corner crying because he couldn't make it. I know. He really wanted to be here, but uh, couldn't make it. Hopefully next week uh, will be the day. Dude, he's been real, out like for three, four Real weeks. life Boston stuff, dude. Seriously, dude. He's yeah. stuck in a bank. Struggling. With but, a town. It's because of Robin right really? now. Um, yeah, so uh, hopefully next week he'll be with us. But we got a good show for you guys. We got the top five. We got uh, talking about uh, one of the movies we want to go see. Um, uh, our Luke Cage review. Uh, pick of the week. Uh, we'll just... Uh, uh, oh, what Netflix shows should be replaced by other Mar- Ooh, Marvel characters? Yeah. What? Should we? Should Is we? it happening? Should you? I don't know. Is it? Marvel? Have you hit a Maybe. wall? After Luke Cage, I think Ooh. so. Jeez. All right, we'll talk about that right Dang. now. Dang. Um... So, yes, let's do this. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Now, let's start off with the top five with number five. Five. Number five this past weekend is Deadpool 2. Hey, hold it on to the top five spot. Top five, man. Still haven't seen it. Solo Star Wars uh, story is number six. So, kind of moved it out of there. Um. Yeah, still haven't seen it yet. Watch it, people. Movie pass, dude. I haven't seen it yet, dude. I have not seen it yet. It is a movie you should watch. Go, go ahead, and watch it. Take Hazel; she'll love it. Um, quick question. Yes. Uh, does do, I? I think we talked about it a little bit. Buzz, but does Deadpool have like a main villain? Like a like one. That's a. That's an interesting question because only because I was in the middle of because this this thought popped into my head and I was writing something about it, uh, but then I started thinking of like a lot of the movies that are that are out now um, because it started with Solo and then I started thinking about Deadpool and then I started thinking about Incredibles too and I was like there's no like uh, although in, in Incredibles there is like a main villain, um, but. Um, but it's kind of like, it's it's a universal villain, I guess. Like, it can be anyone or everyone, I guess. So I was kind of writing from that perspective, but I was just thinking right now, I was like, oh, wait, but there, yeah, there isn't any main villain in Deadpool either, right? So... Like, I know the Juggernaut is there, and he's yeah, technically he, but he's not, a villain, but he, he's not, like, the villain, right? Yeah, I guess if you want to say the movie doesn't have a, like, a true villain say like Thanos you know mm. everybody knows is the villain in the movie it has more like an antagonist you know what I mean yeah so like just because there's an antagonist doesn't mean that they're a villain mm. there's just the the opposition hero, the hero's vo- uh, foil you know yeah, what I mean yeah, the yeah. one that they're you know having this uh, struggle with I guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that that would in, the, in this case it would be Cable yeah but we know he's not a villain you know so there's there's a motivation behind, you know, this whole why he's in this timeline because mm-hmm. he's time traveling. Right. So, but that's a good question. It's, uh, the movie works without it having an actual villain in the movie. Yeah. Um, they are, they are villains, but they're not like the main antagonist in the movie. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because it's not just Juggernaut, but there's the, the orphanage, um, uh, 
headmaster, I guess, if mm-hmm. you want to call him that. Um, and then, t- you know, sort of that kid, uh, what's his name? Um, Julian Dennis. Ricky. Ricky Bobby? Ricky Not Ricky Bobby. Bobby. No. Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. Uh, no, Julian Dennison, mm-hmm. I believe his name is. Um, he, uh, he's sort of, he's not the villain, but again, he's sort of like the, the one there. No, that, that's it's like, that's going to misrepresent it. But yeah, he's, he's sort of like the one that, uh, that's leading the story on and, you know, mm-hmm. they have to stop doing something so it doesn't, he doesn't become a villain. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Because in, in, in. Technically, and uh, Cable's like storyline or his future, uh, he, that that kid is actually a villain. Mm. So the whole point of the story is, you know, Deadpool is trying to stop from that future happening. Okay. So, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good question. A lot of these movies can work without having a true villain. You know, when you yeah, because that's where I was. It. I was going with, um, you know, just kind of pointing out on. Pointing out how that kind of helped Solo in a way, and and it's and again it's like a it's a, a non traditional I guess way of storytelling where it was like there's no like main villain or like a a major like antagonist. It's kind of like and that's what made I felt made that movie work was just that like it, like everyone was kind of like their own antagonist and like he like and it kind of helped set up that world of like anyone at any moment can be your enemy. Um, so again, it's just like one of the pluses of that movie, which I still don't understand why people haven't gone to go see it. Um, haven't gone to see it. Um, is that, you know, there's opposition at every turn and, and, you know, it doesn't have like a main villain, but it kind of helps to set up that whole universe of like smugglers and, and just criminals and all that stuff that anyone at any time can like stab you in the back, which is pretty cool. But again, I was just curious that it's it seems to be a popular route to take now in terms of villains. Yeah. Where there's no like one, you know, major villain that well, kind of takes good, over. It's a good storytelling technique. So that you don't hit the usual, you know, hero and villain tropes. Right, know? right. Yeah. You, you find something original. So Yep. So let's move on to the next four. Number four on the top five is Tag. Tag. The movie tag. That's all. That's all I got. Not uh, it. Now, oh, mm-hmm. dang! Mm-hmm. I like that. Dude. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Base. Very good. Safe. <laughs> Let's go on number three. Three. Number three this weekend was, oh, your favorite movie. What is it? Ocean's Eight. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Ocean's Eight makes me seasick. Uh, number two. Two. Incredibles two. Boom boom bang duty. There it is, dude. I can do better. You can do better. <laughs> That's pretty dope, though. It's the. Uh, Acapella. I thought it was really good. It's such a dope theme, dude. You know, it's funny that the movie um, is is, of course, it's so awesome. Everybody go watch it. It yep. is really great. And uh, I love the 
their visual aesthetic to the movie. Mm-hmm. Like right? it was like it's like it's yeah it's it visually uh, aside from the excellent story yeah because Pixar does it again uh, it's visually the homes you know that that sort of sixties modern kind yeah of, it's like a weird like um, it's like a weird take on like modern Americana I guess where it's like. It's it has like a retro like sleek retro feel to it, but it's very it's still very modern. Yeah, definitely, dude. And uh, just in time too, because this past weekend uh, I haven't gone yet, but this past weekend Pixar Pier over at California Adventure. Just oh opened. yeah, dude. And I've been like looking like on Twitter and uh, online. Yeah, and even uh, for Jonathan it. found uh, somebody already posted like the whole ride and stuff, and it looks amazing, dude. Yeah, but dude. everybody's saying that the the, the the ride, uh, which is called Incredit Coaster, mm. uh, which used to be, um, which used to be, uh, screaming. What is it called? Screaming. Screaming, screaming California, California or something like that. Like the, yeah. Yeah, and they converted it into the Incredibles Two Coaster or yeah. Incredit Coaster. That it looks amazing. That it's fun. It's got its own little story to it. It's like everything, dude. It's it's really cool. Supposedly. That's dope, dude. So, yeah, we got to go. But I'm sure this weekend must have been super packed. Uh, must have been insane to try to go, but uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta go out there. So number two with Incredibles two, uh, it's a great movie, guys. Go watch it. Your kids, your kids will love it. For and sure. If you don't have kids, go make a baby and then take them to go. Watch <laughs> it. Oh, no, wait. That's a little much, dude. And again, that's another one that like we were I was mentioning earlier is uh, I think it really benefits from it. You know, it it and all the marketing stuff. You know, it pulls the uh, like screen slaver or whatever, which is a cool name. And like the design of it, it's really cool. But the way it plays out in the movie is that it's technically can be anyone and everybody can be like the villain in this movie, which is pretty cool um, that they did that. That and again, like just kind of pushing that new like villain technique, I guess, of just like not having like one. Although it's like that. That is like the one main villain, but it's like there's no actual screen slaver. Like the screen slaver can be everybody. That's crazy. One. Yo, I'm so glad that you started playing that now, I dude. I don't know why I would cut <laughs> off the last part. Right now here, I'm like, man, we could have just left that whole thing in there, dude. Number one, and I should have put the music, queued up the music for this, but uh, fail. Jurassic World. Do, 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 why do we need any music? We got you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Jurassic World Falling Kingdom. Do you know that this movie already globally has made like a seven, billion dollars? Seven hundred million almost. It's insane, dude. Already? And it hasn't opened in some markets like Japan or some other places. So insane. So yes, Jurassic World Falling Kingdom. Another little fact, dude. Did you know that that iconic music uh from uh John Williams mm-hmm. only comes out at the end credits? Of this movie? Yeah. No way. That doesn't come out you would think at all? it probably would. Like ever? Uh, at the end, like, like it's said, just at the end. At the end of the credits, what? I think they'll maybe like you hear kind of the melody a little bit, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Jay Bayona, who's like a very great director, too. Yeah. visually he's pretty great. Um, had uh, he said in an interview that he didn't want the movie to just be reliable, uh, rely to rely upon nostalgia only. Yeah, you know, he wanted it to be its own story and. Uh, Still within the movie because obviously it kind of follows the the first movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I did go see the movie. 
Nice. Uh, and well, let's get into it, dude. Give us your review of Jurassic World. Let's do this. Fallen man. Kingdom. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Great. Perfect. It's flawless. It's dude. flawless, dude. It's uh, you know, you should you should just put a. I'm my own acapella group, dude. Yeah, there you go. I'm just gonna do that. Just you by yourself. Yup. Um, the movie itself was very entertaining. It was very good. It was very good. Um, Chris Pratt is a major star, dude. He's great in this movie. So has has he like officially crossed over? Like, is he? Can you say a legitimate? They shooting. Is he a legitimate um, like movie star? Um, yeah, dude, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, he is, dude. Um, so despite his actions in Infinity War, can you actually root for Chris Pratt? Dude, different characters. That's what I'm saying, different dude. Characters. That's what I'm saying, him, dude. Chris Pratt died on Earth. He should be mad at Peter Quill. For right? Anything. Not Chris Pratt, man. Get it right, Uno. Peter Quill, maybe, but not Chris Pratt. Dang. Um, Hater. I know, seriously, dude. Uh, no, he is amazing, dude. He's great. He's funny. He's an action star, dude. Uh, the movie itself is great, man. I, I thought um, the new additions to the cast, book. MC Books. MC Books. Uh, How do you do? Movie. He's great, dude. Yeah. He's funny. He's really good in this movie. Um, and, uh, it's funny because you don't see, he doesn't talk in any of the trailers. No, he screams. Yeah, <laughs> does he? Yeah, he's screaming. <laughs> but he's no, he's great. And then uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I love her, dude. I, I really, I think I know she's you got awesome. To, I know, dude. Just, just you um, know what? You know what, dude? Just take the time right now to just let the world know. Actually, no, no, no. no. You speak to Bryce directly and just tell her how you feel. Bryce, I thought you were amazing, beautiful, and amazing. <laughs> what was that? Uh, no, yeah, she was great, dude. I, I, I really um, thought she was amazing in this movie too. It, the movie's fun itself, you know. I mean, does it top the first one? I don't think so. I think mm. it's still, you know, um, it, it's not doesn't reach that level. I think, yeah. but because there are some things that make that change the franchise. Like there is no more park. There's no island anymore. They destroyed the island. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to spoil it because there were some a couple of things on here that I think you need to watch for yourself. But I thought it was great. It was mm-hmm. fun. There is a a twist at the end that sort of I didn't see coming. Um, and it wasn't like it was more of a kind of a not a head scratcher, but it was kind of like, hmm, how does this fit into the whole story? Yeah, because you know? it's a twist that doesn't involve dinosaurs, which is weird. Oh. You know? So. Um, but does well? I mean, does that does that help the movie in any way? Or I don't know. I don't it know. Just... It's like a head scratcher because uh, it's like. So where are they going with this? You know, we're like, where, what's the next step with with what they found out? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and it and it involves a new cast member. You know, it doesn't involve um, what's. Yeah, it doesn't involve, you know, your main uh, you know, actors, Bryce Dallas Howard or yeah. Chris Pratt's character. I mean, it affects them at the end, um, but it doesn't, you know, necessarily have anything to do with them. But it's more like, how do, where does the franchise go from here? Because now, I mean, this isn't a spoiler because you saw it in the movie. The dinosaurs are now living amongst the mainland, you know what I mean? 
you saw the freaking T-Rex in the commercials, you know, growling Yeah, like at in the, the zoo or whatever. Growling at the... Um, at the lion? At the lion, yeah. Sorry about the dog. Stupid fireworks. Why are people <laughs> doing fighting fireworks? Because Mexico plays tomorrow, dude. Oh, They're is that what ready. it is? They're getting in preparations. Dang, tomorrow's going to be crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it definitely... Um, it definitely is a, a movie that you'll enjoy, that you'll have fun. I, I loved it. I mean, I thought it was a great movie. It, yeah. You have fun with it. Um, there are a couple of things where it does kind of like, you know, slow down the movie a bit. But mm-hmm. other than that, I thought it was I thought it was great. That new Indoraptor was pretty insane, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a little bit maybe much, a little overdramatic. Uh-huh. You know, we've seen some of the commercials where it almost looks like it has a regular hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like all creepy. <laughs> I thought that was a little much, but you know, again, you'll have fun. I think it's a fun, fun time at the movies for sure. Nice. So if you guys, because nothing really comes out this weekend, highly recommend you go Dang, watch. Incredibles so this is too. gonna make a lot of money. What? But this is given that there aren't, it doesn't have any competition. Well, I mean, Uncle Drew. Well, yeah. Well, I don't yeah, think it's gonna well. break. I don't think it's gonna break records. I know, dude. I got. I mean, although that one scene where Uncle Drew, which is what Kyrie Irving, yeah, where he's dancing, where dude. He's have you ever seen like the the Uncle Drew, um, the YouTube stuff? I thought, but the, isn't that like a long time ago though? That yeah, was that was like, a long time ago. But they were good time. though, dude. They were yeah. great. And but I think what made them cool, and I don't even know if how true that is, but was that like it was like genuine? Like I'm sure people probably could probably tell that it was like makeup or whatever but they didn't know it was Kyrie though or like Kevin Love or you wait know. wait so these people didn't know it was Kyrie Irving no I don't think so I think they can tell that it was someone in makeup like cause you know but they didn't know it was Kyrie but they didn't know it was actually Kyrie yeah um, but look at the old videos dude the old I, videos are actually pretty dope I gotta watch it they're funny so what took them so long to make a movie out of this like what know. almost ten. it's weird because it looked like he was going somewhere with it in like the little videos that he was making, he was forming a team, but it had nothing to do with the team that's on the like in the movie. The movie that's coming out. Yeah, hey, they had nothing to do with Shaq and Reggie Miller. And they did, uh, I think no, I don't think Reggie was in it. So I'm trying to think who they got because they did have Nate Robinson. They had uh, Kevin Love. Um, who else did they? Who else did they have? Uh, what's that girl's name? Maya Moore, I think. Um, I know she was in it too. Man, I can't think of who else. There was, not, I, I not think Lisa there was, Leslie? Because she was probably still playing. Uh. No, I think she... Well, I mean, Maya Moore was playing too, I think. Um, I think she's still playing now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else was in it. There's another dude. There's someone else who was in it. But I can't uh, remember who it was. No, I know. So, anyways, this weekend, uh, if you don't know what to go watch, if you want to go to the movies, uh, go watch Incredibles 2 uh, and uh, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I think you guys have a good time. For sure. You won't regret it. So either one of those two, you'll be making a good choice. Do they mention John Hammond? They did. They do? They do. They do mention him. That's yeah. crazy. They do mention him. and then they, Do they say spare no expense? <laughs> I don't remember. No. Because I feel like they say that in every movie. Spare no expense. Spare no expense. I, I guess so. That's like a common thing they say. It's like in every movie, dude, they say that. Spare no expense is like the main... Like like tagline for the movie, spare no expense. You should make a movie called Spare No Expense. I'll movie. buy that for a dollar. They should have that guy. Remember freaking Robocop, Robocop. dude? 
I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> he's surrounded by what's all those funny, girls. What's funny about that movie is that every time you say that, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> uh, like everybody's watching yeah, and just dude. cracking up. <laughs> I was like, what's going on, dude? Yeah. Some balding dude with glasses or whatever. Always surrounded by like chicks. Girls? Yeah, no. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch that movie. <laughs> um, yep, yep, yep. So, hey, let's move on to, let's talk about... Something else that I watched too, um, dude. Why am I all watching though? You didn't watch this one either, dude. What happened? Okay, look, I was. We were all set to start watching, you know, some Netflix show or whatever. So I leave my control on this uh, on the on the couch, right? And uh, your Hazel, your PlayStation control, my PlayStation control. Yeah, so I leave it there on the couch. And then Hazel, out of nowhere, just decides that she wants to bring, like, a bowl full of water. I'm like, okay, cool. She wants to play with her little LOL dolls, whatever. But then she, like, and she sets it down on her coffee table. She moves it from the coffee table for some reason and puts it on the couch. So I tell her, like, like, baby, you can't put it on the couch because it's going to fall over. And she's like, you know, she's getting into that sass mode. And she's like, nah, like, I know what I'm doing. Don't worry. These LOLs need to take a shower. And I'm like... Maybe you can't even take a shower because it doesn't have a, like, there's no, there's no way for them to take a shower. You're going to give them a bath. And she was like, uh-uh, daddy, look, I could do this. And so she brought a cup out and started, like, pouring the water on them. And then as she was doing that, she, like, poured a whole cup of water on my PlayStation control. Like, the whole cup. And just, like, stared at me while she was doing it. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I mean, for real, right now? And she was like, oh, shoot, I'm sorry. I meant to pour it on my LOLs, not on your control. And then she just ran away. She left. Uh, and I was sitting there with my freaking control, like, submerged in water as it was on. And it just started vibrating, dude, like crazy. It just started going, like, and then the light, you know, on the back hall has, like, the little indicator light? The controller was vibrating? Yeah, the controller was just, like, vibrating like crazy. And the little light in the back, you know how it changes colors? It was red. And it just kept, like, it was, like, pulsating, like, red. So I was like, holy crap. It was vibrating and pulsating? Yes, dude. It was crazy. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. In the meantime, was, like, Hazel in a room. <laughs> 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 the funny thing is I can just picture her doing that too Look at this sucker um, look, at, look at this fool Look at this fool uh, But yeah so basically she blew up my controller So I was uh, We haven't been able to watch Or use my The Playstation for anything Oh my goodness Toddlers Toddlers bro Toddlers man Toddlers but uh, yeah, okay. Well, since you couldn't watch it, I watched uh, Luke Cage. How was it? <sighs> Dang, like that. I, you know, it's like that, dude. It wasn't. Um, you coming at Luke Cage like that? Yeah, man. I, yeah, I think what happened was that the final episode ruined it for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the final episode ruined it for me. Let's talk about the good stuff, quick, right? Really quick. The good stuff that the the things that I liked about this whole um, season, uh, the music, dude, of course, the music dude. was awesome, dude. Is the it music, still made by uh, Adrian Young and and um, I don't think so. Ali, no, because they have a lot of live performances. Right? Oh, really? Not live, but they have like actual live bands playing. Uh, because it, you know, 
it goes off that Harlem's Paradise Club that yeah, yeah. Mariah Dillard, uh, the villain in the mm-hmm. in the movie in the show, has. And every time, or or, or within the episode, like if the episode was ending or in the middle of the episode or the beginning, anywhere within the episode, they'll have a segment or a piece where the band is playing and it's a live band. And, uh, um, yeah, there, there's, you know, and, and sorry, cause I don't know the names of these bands, but they're legit. They're yeah. like really good musicians and bands and it's really cool. So that was really great. The, the way the music came off and, and all that. And, um, so that was great. That's one thing I liked. Uh, second thing I liked um, is uh, Misty Knight is amazing in this, dude. She's awesome, dude. Nice. She almost pretty much overshadows Luke Cage a bit. Dang. So she's great, dude. I, I love her character. I love her sass, dude. I love just the way she's, she takes no bull from anybody, dude. With her, with her robotic arm? Dude. Which comes in later, yeah. She does have a and and what's cool about it is it's not like, you know, it, it's, who, who it's develops all, that for her? like who gives Rand Rand Industries oh yeah, Danny Rand, so Sweet. it's not like super like, like it's so grounded and I think that's what Chael, uh, what's his name Chael Hodarki Hodarki or Coker that's all I remember. Chael, is that the same Coker Chael Hodari Coker right? yeah. Uh, he's the showrunner, and I think he's doing a good job in terms of uh, grounding the series, making it seem real. Because mm-hmm. she gets his robotic arm, and it's not like you don't hear that stuff. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And it's not like you know she's like the Hulk with it. You know, like oh, I can now pick up a car with the. Uh-huh. It's not like that. She could smash stuff. She can like like dent something, and you know, but it's not like super like comic bookie you know what i right, mean right. Like it's just it's an arm that's made of metal and she you know but it's like again it's grounded so it's pretty cool that she can she has that you know mm-hmm. and uh and just the actress uh she's great dude she i think she really um you really believe that she wants justice you know and she's gonna do it i mean it's it's great though so she's my second part that i liked in, in the in the in the in the season, and my third and probably my favorite from these three, maybe it would have been should have said it as the number one, right? But the part that I liked the most was we get to see what might be, uh, what a Heroes for Hire show would look like. Oh, for real? Because there is a cameo by Danny Rand, and it makes me not only wish that hopefully that this they could spin off and do a heroes for hire mm-hmm. uh kind of thing which not thinking about it which thinking about how, how it ends maybe they won't do it but um it also makes me excited for iron fist 2 oh. iron fist season 2 yeah 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 um, dang that's that's a bold <laughs> statement because that show kind of sucks yeah i mean there were things that i liked about that season um, but of, of Iron Fist, but Iron Fist unfortunately wasn't one of them. Yeah, dude. But then in this season, man, uh, Danny Rand is totally different. Even even um, Luke Cage says it in within you know that cameo. He's like, dude, you look different. You seem different. And yeah, he's different, dude, for the better for sure. Uh, it, he is more. Um, He's less insufferable, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you, he's actually likable in this yeah. dude. He's I, 
I really liked it, dude. I think this is the and it's only one episode he comes out in. I wish he came out in more. Mm-hmm. But uh, in where like in the Defenders, they try to force a friendship. Like yeah. this one seems like totally believable. You could totally tell they're friends in this. They're they actually are friends. It's the one episode I went back and watched it twice. Oh dang! Because I liked it. Because yeah. I, I thought it was, um, I thought it was pretty cool to to show mm. that there's an actual friendship there and uh, uh, to show a better Denny Rand. Yeah, you know. Um, and then uh, and let me add a bonus to that, uh, a um, honorable mention where uh, they actually had Colleen Wing come out in it and what a possible Daughters of the Dragon spinoff would look like between her and Misty. I saw that clip, dude, that Misty you showed Knight. me. Yeah, that that, and that's dope. pretty much the only... There's a little bit more before that, but yeah, that's, she doesn't come out much in this... Um, mm-hmm. in this... Uh, in, in, in that episode, but yeah, man, that was great too. That's so those dope. are the things I like the most, you know? Um... Things I didn't like. Oh, did, were you gonna say something? No, I was just gonna ask you if. Do you think? Um, you think it was an intentional choice of having Danny Rand kind of? Because uh, I feel like what they were trying to do was just make him such a fish out of water type character that it was like that it would just kind of seem everything was gonna be foreign to him. So he was just gonna be like a weird character. And I wonder now, just kind of establishing him as. A more like I don't think it was that. I think no. it was the, the writing itself. Yeah. I mean, I guess that goes to what you're saying, how they wrote him a fish out of water. But they made him also like so like naive, you know, and that's not a fish out of water. That's more like being uh um not likable, you know what I yeah. mean? Like so naive about the stuff around him and he kept saying uh they even joke around in this episode about oh he goes by the immortal you know, Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, kind of like, they kind of laugh it off, you know, because he's not doing that anymore. He's not saying like 10 times throughout the whole, right, right, right. I'm the immortal Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they, you know, it, it's, they're more, you know, Danny Rancy's more at peace. He's more like, uh, not being like, oh, a pet, pet petulant child, you know, mm. kind of thing. He was, um, yeah, it was so likable, dude. I really liked it. I wish we could see more of that. You know, I wish nice. there was more. Well, that's exciting. I mean, if if they take it, hopefully, like it does get, you know, positive reactions, and they're able to build off of this one episode and kind of take him further in this direction, as opposed to like whatever they were doing. Yeah, before that, for sure, dude. And the things. Uh, okay, so here's the things I didn't like, um, and. Uh, Luke Cage has this problem where it can be a little bit slow. It's same thing like season one. Yeah. Same thing with this one. It's really slow burn. I mean, it's fine, but sometimes it just, dude. I'm not. I'm not kidding you, dude. I fell asleep twice watching this season. I think it was like episode two. I fell asleep. That's not good. And then episode like I don't know somewhere along the line later, I Uh I fell asleep too. I had to rewind it because I'm like, oh, what did I miss, dude? I just (laughs) I fell asleep. I know I may I may have been tired too, but yeah, you know I didn't. That didn't happen to me while watching Punisher or Daredevil. Mm -hmm. You know, might happen with Jessica Jones season two, but you know it it wasn't like that. So it's slow sometimes. You know, there's some scenes and episodes that it was, you could tell they were like stalling for, you know, trying to make this 13 episodes. Yeah. They they could probably be fixed if they make it, you know, 
shorter season, maybe like eight. eight episodes probably would be good. Um, and uh, I just think that they should shorten it. You know, the other thing I didn't like, dude, man, is uh, Shades, the character Shades, mm-hmm. and his creepy relationship with Maria Diller, dude. Oh yeah, oh, not Maria, <laughs> Mariah. I'm sorry, Mariah. Diller. Oh, because they make it like. It's oh, like an actual Mariah Stokes. <laughs> That's a Jamaican guy talks. They make it uh like very like romantic and dude like sexual like, or what? Like very like that fool's like like uh Shades is like in a relationship with Mar- Mariah Dillard. And even his buddy Comanche, I love that. that yeah. His friend's name is Comanche. Uh he even like when he looks at it, he's like, dang dude, like that's weird, <laughs> and and they so I kept thinking maybe he's got a plan, maybe he's got something behind this. He's mm-hmm. gonna, he's gonna, um, he's gonna double cross her, and no man, he like he's like legit in he's love, like dude. Legit in love with her, dude. Dang. And then and that, I think the the creepy part of me, uh, creepy part of it to me was like the age difference. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you know, and I know. Like I know some people might be like, what if it was a, a guy and a younger girl? That to me still is creepy too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it's like an old guy. To, so it's not an well, issue. That would probably of, be creepier. Yeah, exactly. So it's not an issue of like, because it's a woman and, you know, she's older. It's not. It's just, it just, I didn't see that in the first season. And yeah. all of a sudden they're like, he's like in love with her, which is weird. But that, it was very like, Essential. There was no sex scenes or anything like that. But, you know, the way he would kiss her or whatever, it was just like, it was a little bit much for me. Just yeah. me. It, it may be me, but I was just like creeped out by it because it just didn't I seem mean, They natural. don't explain it either. Like, does he just like attracted to the power or something? Or I guess he like, sort of says it some, like later on, it's sort yeah. of like that. But, but, um, but still, it's, it's not completely explained so mm-hmm. i don't know it was weird dude. it was i didn't like it so yeah. that was one thing that i was just like ugh, i don't you know it was kind of weird like it's just out of left field and stuff. yeah like for sure but um but that wasn't the only thing too i think the main villain uh or the new villain Bushmaster, like he i liked him i did like him mm-hmm. but again it's just like there was something missing behind it you know what i mean yeah something something uh um, um, missing within within uh, his character, I guess. You know what I mean? So, like, he was great uh, in terms of being a protagonist, but there yeah. was nothing, I mean, antagonist, but there was nothing more than just, you know, kick punch and that's it. You know mm. what I mean? Like, there was no substance to him. You know, that's what was probably missing a little bit. Dude, I think that's the problem that this, um, that this show has... Uh, especially in that it had such a great villain in Cottonmouth, Mahershala Ali, that it's just so hard to fill those shoes. You know, like he... No one, no one could fill that out. He really had, he had that dialed in, dude. And seriously, like, I feel like this show took a, like a serious hit when he wasn't in it anymore. And like, I think we've, we've talked about that before. When uh, Stryker comes in, it, it was just kind of ridiculous. It was like, you know, this guy's... Diamondback? Playing it like yeah, Diamondback. It's uh, uh, it's a little too cartoony, you know. Like he's he's playing it like a little little too out there, 
but and like Mahershala just had that um that charisma and like that yeah that like they definitely I agree with you hundred percent dude I think Mahershala Ali should have been still cotton mouth throughout the show yeah I mean he was I thought he was great and he was um a villain that you that 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 I really liked man and, mm-hmm. and I think the the show misses that that type of character in here you yeah know? somebody that has like no qualms of being who he is but at the same time there's something charming about him yeah. as well and 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 so with that creepiness that Mariah Dillard with that with shades mm-hmm. that you know it's missing that but at the same time though Alfred Woodard as Mariah Dillard she was good though yeah I mean she was yeah, like no doubt, like in she the she was a true villain. I mean, in, in the first season, she she does good too, but I just feel oh like no, but she's full villain mode in this in this. Oh really? Oh yeah, she's, she's not playing both sides. Like, oh no no no, no. Dude, she's, trying to be a politician or whatever. I mean, she is a politician. She is doing that, but she um, there's a point in the series where she makes that turning point because mm. the story pretty much is the rise and fall, and rise again, and ultimately the fall. I know it said it like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Uh-huh. She's like it's she rises up, she falls, then rises up again only to fall one more last time. So mm. it it um you know, her her she she definitely goes to the dark side and, yeah. and ultimately doesn't come back from that. So it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is I think her performance you got to give her credit for. And I guess where I'm going with this is that in in all of this the reason why this season is not that great to me is that Luke Cage almost takes a back seat. Like I've already mentioned all these other people like yeah. Misty Knight and even the cameos and, and the villain. And uh, they introduced Mariah Dillard's daughter, which I thought she was great too. Mm-hmm. Tilda, Tilda Stokes. Um, and uh, who uh, has a turn in her uh, character development as well. But, um, like Luke Cage sort of becomes a backseat to all these other better performances. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean, Mike Coulter is still great as Luke Cage, but um, the biggest issue for me is his transformation throughout the season mm. and and at the end of the season. Yeah, it really made me sour on the whole of the whole season, dude. Like the like where where he ends. Where he ends. Yeah. Dang. Where it ends, it, it's sort of like that's why I was like, I'm not sure if there'd be a hero for hire because, in the position that he's in, yeah, like he 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 basically. I'm just gonna say, dude, most people probably won't watch it. I bet you, I know who knows not. <laughs> but he basically ends like being the king of Harlem or almost like a crime boss, like a crime boss. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah. So to me, it's like all this time throughout the whole season where he's saying like, oh, we gotta clean up Harlem. Uh, I can't be bought. I can do this, whatever. And at the end of it, he basically becomes a uh, crime boss. And his justification and is that he's keeping the peace in Harlem. Uh-huh. That he's in this position so that he can keep the peace. What the heck? I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that goes on. If there is a season three, like how they how they play that out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. But I mean, is he doing any, like... Is he being like a true crime boss or is he doing anything like illegal that uh, kind of goes against everything that he's just done previously? No, no. I mean, he's not a, a crime boss in the true sense of the word. Yeah. 
But, I mean, they set it up that way, you know, where he's like, again, like the king of Harlem. He's mm-hmm. like, I mean, he he inherits the club that Mariah Dillard is in. So he's like. What the heck? Yeah. So he's like at the top where Cottonmouth would be. Uh-huh. Like, if you remember, he's one where he's like overlooking everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, he's wearing a full suit overlooking everybody. And he has like like one of his guys next to him, like, you know, letting him know, like. Uh, okay, so like I'll tell you the scene. I just can't. I have to tell you. Yeah. Like he, you know, uh, what's your name? Rosario Dawson is in the episode, like uh, in a few episodes uh-huh. in the season. And then she, you know, she's telling him you're going down a dark path because you're letting your anger lead you. And he's like, you know, he punches a wall to prove her point. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I can't do this. And so she leaves. And then so she's gone, pretty much. Yeah. Like she's totally disappears from from the season. And then at the end, he's like over his club. And then uh, one of his guys, um, who used to be Mariah Dillard's guys, comes up and says, hey, she's here. And then he's like, tell Claire to go home or something like that. Dang. Like, that's just total, like, yeah. you know, not a cool thing to do. Right, right. So to me, it's like, yeah, he didn't say, or he's doing illegal things, other than he's letting other crime bosses move on and do their things, just stay out of Harlem. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not like he's dealing drugs or doing anything else. He's just... Like keeping the peace, like putting everybody on notice if something happens. But he doesn't care that they do their own thing as long as it's not in Harlem. Wow. So that's the kind of crime boss. You know what I mean? Okay. Like he's not like actually doing crime, but yeah. I don't know. It's it didn't leave him in a good place. Uh huh. So who knows what's gonna happen in season three. So that's that's and when I saw that I was kinda like, ah, it almost like kind of like I could see I know they're trying to say they transformed him into yeah. this person. But just to stick with it, um, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I'd rather see a Heroes for Hire, yeah, um, show, then, for sure, yeah. Then that's that's crazy. Yeah, that's so. That's, so, so to that's me, that's weird. So to me, that brings up a good question here. Like, are these Netflix shows getting stale now? Because I tried watching. Did you watch Jessica Jones season two? I saw like the first episode of it. Well, and why didn't you watch the rest? I just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, but did you watch all of Punisher? I did, yeah. So there's a difference, right? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, they're not the same shows, but there's some shows that I can go in and watch. Like Daredevil, I'm not gonna waste any time. I'm gonna watch all of it for sure. I'm gonna watch all of Iron Fist because I want to see how different mm-hmm. Danny Rand is and Colin Wing, and of course, Colin Wing. We love Colin Wing, and but Jessica Jones, I I just. I don't know what it was about the season that sort of brought it to a halt. Uh, well, actually, what it was, it wasn't Jessica Jones herself, but it was her friend. For me, uh-huh. it was her friend who um, I didn't like her character arc. Like, she was just not likable at all. Yeah, like she was. She was not a good person. She was treating uh, I can't remember his name, but her assist, uh, Jessica Jones' assistant, uh-huh. like, terrible. And um, yeah, so I. I that was one of the reasons I just, I think I'm one episode away. I still, I just haven't bought yourself to watch it. To watch it. Dude, I think what it is too, is just that, um, they, uh, Darede- daredevils had like the kingpin kind of looming over the, even though he wasn't like a, well, I mean, he was in the second ep in the second season. Um, but you know, like, uh, he wasn't as prominent as he was in the first season, but he was still around. He could still kind of feel his presence in it. And he was still kind of like a big deal throughout the entire season. 
Uh, and like in these two, and like you know, the the first season of uh, Jessica Jones, she had the Purple Man or whatever, and uh, Kilgrave, and that was just an amazing villain, you know. And and we've always praised the Netflix shows for having really good villains. Um, and uh, like we mentioned before, like Luke Cage had uh, Cottonmouth. Um, so I think what's happening is that they're they haven't been able to um, they haven't been able to uh, like uh, reproduce that or not reproduce that but replicate that. They haven't been able to like bring uh, they kill off these villains, but they don't do anything to like to enhance them or to like uh, improve upon like what they already built. Um, and instead of like keeping them alive, like, like Daredevil has kind of keeping the Kingpin around and still having his like presence in the, in the seasons, uh, has helped that show a lot. Um, and these are just, they're trying to reinvent the wheel, but it's just like not working, you know, like, uh, and I think that's, they're missing an opportunity in these, in these, these 13 episode, uh, seasons to be able to like continue to push these like villains and like the these heroes kind of having like these like you know Batman versus Joker esque type battles you know where they're always gonna be around each other and one almost defines the other, um, so I think that's where it's going stale, dude. I think that's and, and I and I will say I think these shows are getting a little little a little stale, dude. I think they are getting a little tough to watch uh, for that reason and that they're not really bringing too much in terms of their villains. Um, I I think I mean because I agree in a sense I think like um, I think Jessica Jones is the one for me that's getting a little like a little, I don't know about stale but I just I, I I didn't like like the season itself wasn't com- as compelling to me mm-hmm. as uh, the ones the, the very first season yeah because like you said he had a Kilgrave but uh, and like Luke Cage again I think there's certain you know, shows that like once it ends, I'm like, I cannot wait for the next season. Like, right. Oh, I can't wait. You know what I mean? Um, but unfortunately, like Luke Cage, it wasn't that. It made me anxious, not anxious, but it made me excited for um, Iron Fist only because Danny Rand was a better character. Yeah. But do I want to see like Luke Cage season three right now already? Like, no, I don't. Yeah. Like, I can. And I know Uno's going to agree because he wasn't too, he wasn't, he was talking to, we were talking about this, and he agreed that it was after Cottonmouth left that mm. he didn't. He kind of soured on the show yeah. a bit. And I and think I too, I I feel like that Luke Cage season one, uh, it, I think its biggest strength was Cottonmouth, because like to be honest, Mike Coulter, like he's he's like cool and everything, but I feel like he's a little too like he's like a little too cookie cutter for me. Like he's a little too vanilla. Like when I like in that uh, vanilla. And the yeah, it's just kind of bland. Like it's just um, I feel like my my expectation, I guess, for Luke Cage, um, like wouldn't have been my culture. Like he has the look, I guess. Like uh, like the physical look. You know, he's like a big dude or whatever. But I like I don't know. I just feel like his um, his interpretation of it. Like I feel like if it would have been like I feel like I, he needed to be a little more hood, you know. Like if it would have been kind of more of a killmonger type of uh, like interpretation of it, where it was like more grounded, like from the streets type of thing. Um, I think I would have enjoyed that type of uh, portrayal as opposed to what Mike Coulter brings. 
I will say that the one thing of that that Luke Cage had that I thought was pretty cool was the public perception. Yeah. Like of what Luke Cage was. Like it's kind of crazy how one minute people could love you and then you know the next minute people will loathe you, you know? Yeah. And it's true of how fickle some people can be, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think the the way the public portrayed Luke Cage I thought was a plus for the season. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought Oh man, I, I don't know. I just I, I'm not excited to watch a uh, season three of Luke Cage, unfortunately. Yeah. But I want to see uh, Daredevil season three for sure. For sure. Can't wait for Punisher season two. So hopefully we'll continue to want to say that you know that we want we want to continue seeing some more of these yeah of these seasons. Well, I mean that kind of brings me to uh something else we were talking about before is that like you know we have the standouts you know like Daredevil for sure. Punisher, I think, is another one too. Um, uh, but like of the other three, I guess you know. I know you said you're excited to see more Iron Fist now to see where they take him. But we've we have two seasons now of Jessica Jones and and Luke Cage, and we're kind of like uh, we're kind of lukewarm about them. So if you were to be able to like swap them out, let's say for another character, another Marvel character. Um, to be able to join the ranks of like these Netflix characters, um, who would you swap them out with? Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl, dude, with Anna Kendrick. Dude, Anna Kendrick as Squirrel Girl. Yeah, dude. She was born to play that. She's born to play that role, dude. Ryan and, Reynolds, and, and Deadpool, yes, Anna yes. Kendrick. Squirrel, Squirrel Girl, Girl is a real character in the Marvel universe. Yup. In the Marvel comics, at least. Yeah, dude. She's not uh, hasn't come on in live action yet. Which I don't think they can ever make that as a life. I think she's more of a joke, but yeah. Thing, but um, no, I don't. I don't um, who would be a good replacement for them? A very and it doesn't even have to fit within the comic book. Like not like that they have to be in the Defenders or whatever or anything like that. Just like what character would you want to see have their own Netflix show that would take the place of? Like at that point, boom! Like Jessica Jones out, like forever. Luke Cage out, forever. Who man. would you want to change him? Change him up for? That's a good question, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'd be, uh, it'd be difficult to try to say like you know, Captain America or something. Like yeah, that, you know, because yeah, yeah and not not. That's what big. I meant. Like that's what I meant. Like on on this level, like you know the. Um, like the smaller story type. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm th- trying to think of. Who within that smaller universe would be a good fit for something like yeah, like this, you know? Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't, uh, do you have somebody in mind? Dude, I personally would want them to do a um, kind of like a, uh, like a uh, Spider-Man villains series where like, because I feel like a lot of the Spider-Man villains uh have like kind of like this grounded like uh you know street level type of threats to them not a lot of them are like take over the world type of villains um so i think i would want to see something like you know and I, and i know this has come up uh for like the punisher too um is like craven or something like that or like um craven the hunter craven the hunter dude like to to do him in like a 13 episode series on Netflix, just cause like, I feel like they would be able to do that character right with just the liberties that they can take, you know, in terms of like blood and gore and, 
and just having him be like you know like a a uh, uh like an urban hunter or whatever like doing things like out in the streets and stuff i think would be pretty cool to see and then like yeah you could even like tie that up with uh the punisher somewhere along the way even with daredevil too um so i think that would be a really cool one that i would want to because that's what i'm saying like it doesn't even have to be like a hero i think like they can focus on since marvel i think does has been doing good so far with their villains uh in like the, on like the marvel on the netflix level um you know with the exception of like you know these second seasons or whatever of uh, jessica jones and, and luke cage i feel like if they were to to continue that with just like a series that deals with the villains i think would be pretty cool that's that's an interesting take with you know i have uh a story about the villains yep hmm i think that'd be sweet we're gonna have to hit up marvel studios and say hey oh marvel tv like even uh what's that guy's name the vampire guy morbius i think uh, his name Mo- mobius mobius Mobius. Yeah, dude. See, something like that where it's like, uh, you know, they're, I think it's, who was it, Fox or Sony who was doing the New Mut- new Mutants? Where it's like a straight up, like, Core? supposed to be like a horror thing. Yeah. So, I mean. Horror? Horror. So, Netflix, I mean, uh, Marvel can jump on that train too, dude, and do something like that where it's very, you know, like dark and, and horror filled. I think I would love to see, like, I don't know who would be in this spot maybe even like somebody like squirrel girl i guess yeah but i would love to see something more that would be more lighthearted, more of a almost a comedy but still part of marvel sort of That'd like be cool sort of like i don't know uh if you've seen like some of the tv spots for ant-man and the wasp mm-hmm. how they're playing up the comedy of the yeah the yeah, movie. yeah it's still an action pack it's still got its action it's got its great characters but there's a more of a light yeah it's very lighthearted. It. yeah yeah definitely and there's like comedy behind it like there's a a new tv spot where he's like oh it's time to fly i've seen that mm-hmm. so it's it's at man he's like you know little and and uh uh or he's shrunken and he's like calling an ant yeah uh with wings he's like it's time to fly and then the ant's coming and then a bird a seagull or yeah or i guess a seagull or some type of bird on the on the on the harbor because just comes by and eats that oh shoot and he's like oh he goes and then he says it again. I don't know if he says it again, but he's like, he's waiting for another one. And another one comes, and then the bird takes it again. And then again, and he's like, dang. And like, he's trying to get it. He goes, and then finally he gets on it. He goes, yes, yes. He's like, I'm going to call you Antonio Banderas. <laughs> and then as soon as he says that, bird comes in. He goes, no, no, don't. And he jumps off, and the bird eats that ant. Oh, shoot. So, uh, so yeah. it's just like the Yeah, so that'd be pretty part. cool. But it would be cool to have like a TV show, but it's more of a, not not a sitcom, but it plays up just like an Ant Man. Mm-hmm. That's part of the movie as well, you know. Yeah. Which, by the way, they had the Ant Man screening a couple of weeks, uh, about a week ago, and then last night was the premiere, and all the reaction on Twitter is like, or social media, it's like it's really good. Yeah. So, Can't trust those anymore, though, dude. Why? Because they say that about everything, dude. They well, even said that about like Batman vs Superman, where like there was like people saying like, oh yeah, this is really good. It's gonna. Re, is it gonna realign the DC? I don't remember. Yeah, whatever, that, whatever. I remember. All of them always say that, dude. I remember it was like terrible, terrible. No way. Zack Snyder needs to go away. <laughs> That's all I saw, dude. But anyways, hey, it's time for our pick of the week. Pick of the week. And this week's pick of the week is. <laughs> 
watch season one. Luke Cage season one. So you can not have to watch season two. (laughs) Now, kidding. Um, Actually, uh, season two of Glow comes out this Friday. And I highly, well, uh, I'll tell you what. Go watch season one. I highly recommend season one. It's very funny. Very good show. Very good storytelling on it. They're only about 30 minutes long. So that's great. So I'm looking forward to season two. Um, I, you know, hopefully it's great. I'm hoping it's not, you know, um, a Luke Cage situation Dang. where it's not good. But I, I don't want to say it's not good. It's where just, the main girl becomes it, Vince McMahon? There it is. Dang. Dude. Dang. That would that's be, where it's going, dude. That'd be great. That'd that's be where it's cool. going. But uh, yeah, Glow season two uh, this Friday. Highly recommend it. Go Never and watch it. it. Did you watch not? You didn't watch season one of Glow? Christina made fun of me. Why? I put it on my queue, and I was like, dude, let's watch this. She's like, pfft, pfft, pfft. And I was like, come on, dude, it looks funny. It looks cool. She's like, no, let's watch Grey's Anatomy better. And I was like, no, okay, fine. Grey's Anatomy, dude. That show still going on? Oh, it's on Netflix. Do the whole thing. Oh, no, we started watching Dexter. It's like season 35. I know, dude. No. That girl did not age well. Oh, she feel, did it. I feel bad for her. She did it, dude. She's not, yeah. I forgot her name, but... Something like Pompeii or something like that. That's right. Something Pompeii. I forgot what it is. Something Pompeii, Pompeii dude. Pompeii or something. Yay. Yeah, she's... Yay. Yeah, she didn't age well. Yay, yay. Sorry. Anyways, that's our uh, pick of the week. Do you have a different pick? Um, I've... No. I got nothing. Really? I have nothing. Oh, you know what else watch is on Glow. Netflix you can watch right now? This is uh, Uno highly recommends that you guys go watch this because he loves this. Like, seriously, go watch it. The Last Jedi is now available what? on Netflix. So, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, yep. So, Uno highly recommends. Everyone, you bask in its glory. Go watch it. The Last Jedi now available on Netflix. That's crazy. I didn't know that. It's pretty, yeah. pretty safe. I know. So, uh, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining us for a brand new episode of the Beta Report. Um, Please uh, go to our social media pages at The Beta Report. Go to our Facebook. Tell people about the podcast. Tell everybody, or I will put you through the window. <laughs> that doesn't work, dude. That doesn't okay, do it, man. For The Beta Report, this is Jeff. This is Jay. The con. Oh, me. Sorry. Oh, yeah, oh. We'll be here next week. Laters. Willie? I don't know. We'll wait and see. What? Analytics. <laughs>